On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Online, I got the chance to talk with Mike Sperry from Indie Brand Clothing. We talked about what it's like to have to pivot, find new suppliers, and always learn. You guys are going to get a ton out of this episode. Before we start, we've worked with hundreds of businesses over the years, and we found that there is one element that all the successful businesses have in common. All the successful businesses that we've worked with have had a strategy. Having a strategy means having a roadmap. It means knowing where you want to go and having a plan on how you're going to get there. We found that there's 10 pivotal elements to an effective strategy, and we've created a one-minute quiz to help you determine whether your next year of marketing will be successful or not. Think about this. If a plane leaving LAX is headed to JFK and is even 1% off at the beginning of the trip, that plane could veer as far as Winnipeg, (laughs) and no one wants to end up in Winnipeg. Take the quiz today at mindfulmarketing.co slash quiz, or click the link in today's show notes to see where your marketing is headed this year. Now, on to today's show. Mike Sperry from Indie Brand. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Online. Hey, so happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, great to have you, man. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so we co-founded, my name's Mike, obviously we co-founded the Indie Brand in 2013. We're a lifestyle brand geared towards the modern outdoorsy person. Cool. And uh, been an entrepreneur all my life. Awesome. Did you have, like, like you've been an entrepreneur your whole life. Like, what did you have before this? So... A couple, lots of small things just growing up. I mean, I'm what would be fourth generation entrepreneur. Both of my, both sides of my family. My brother's an entrepreneur. My sister's an entrepreneur. Everything entrepreneurial. We just uh, have have always done done it that way. Only had one job in my life. Uh, lots of little things, and then I I I took over uh, one family business. Yeah. That we did screen printing and embroidery. Oh, okay. We, so, we, cool. so we did all the customization and all of that stuff, you know, and I, I, you know, grew that by three times and then, and then sold it. But in fact, that's where I met uh, other co-founders Cool. Um, cool. and, um, and we, we started this company. Oh, amazing. So that's, that's interesting. So you have scaled uh, a brand before, I guess, I guess is that, was that a brand like, or was no. that just like straight kind of manufacturing? Like the, the it's, well, yeah, it's both. So we, we did wholesale. So, so anybody could go and sell something, you know, and they bring it to us and say, Hey, we want you to put this on it. And you know, they, they make most of the money off of that transaction. But then we were, we went out and we got our own customers. So we go get schools or corporations or small businesses cool. and we would customize that. And yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a headache. It was a lot of work and, uh, and, and, but at the end of the day, we were able to sell it and that was great. Yeah. Nice. That's great. How did this company get started Indie brand? Like where, where did this come from? So back, uh, at, at, uh, the previous company, we had, you know, you know, 20 employees or so. And we, we, one of them was Ben Campbell and he was a uh, kind of a, a customer's sales rep, but he was really great at graphic design. And so all the time I'd say, Hey, you know, you, you can't be doing graphic design for all these people. Like that's not your job. And, and he'd be, he'd be like, Oh, but you know, but they really need it. They need it to look good. So he came to me and he goes, Hey, look, and he's really, he's really creative, super yeah. creative side. Um, and, uh, he came to me and said, Hey, look, I've got these kind of, um, 
a designs that I just put up on a WordPress. And he goes, what do you think? And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, you should probably do this. He didn't, he wasn't taking any, any credit cards from them. So there was no e-commerce to the side. It was just on a WordPress, some friends and stuff. And, and so I what gave would you him do? just take like, like take e-transfer or something or like, yeah, yeah to, to be honest, I don't know. They would just Venmo him or I don't even Venmo was a thing back then. So they just pay <laughs> PayPal him or I don't know what, I don't even know what he was doing. And, um, and we actually started it and was called and, and 12 back to it. So he asked me and, and I go, well, you should do this, this, and this kind of looks at me and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know how to do that stuff. Like yeah. why don't you just partner with me. And I kind of, you know, said, yeah, 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 whatever. I, I'm too busy. About six months go by, you know, maybe a little bit less. And I show it to my wife. My wife goes, oh, these are amazing. Like, cool. these are, these are really good. And the company at the, at the time, and she goes, well, let's, let's, let's do it. Well, might as well, you know, there's no harm. And I was like, I'm too busy. Like, and so she's like, well, I'll do it. And we, and then we roped in um, Ben's wife, Courtney, Cool. And the four of us sat down. We did it. It was called Plan B Clothing, and okay. we realized that Plan B was an after pill. Uh, so, so it was a birth control pill. <laughs> so we decided, you know, that's. It, I mean, literally, like we had the website, everything. Like a week before, we're like, guys, we got to change the name. Like, yeah, yeah, Plan yeah. B is not gonna work. My wife comes up with with indie um, indie clothing. We were gonna call it. Ben hated it like for days. He's like, this is this is the worst. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is a really good name. And he's like, fine, we're going to put brand on it. So we said, that's great. Fine. We'll do indie brand. And, you know, and, yeah. uh, and we, we went with that. So it's, that's just kind of the short story of, of how it started. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. At what point did you know that it was going to grow? Really? Even, even, even still, we, we kind of were like amazed at, at where it's come, but we did it on the side for three years. Everybody had, other jobs we put all the money back into it you yeah. know the first the first every year we grew by by triple digits and then in the third years when we really found out that we had something and it grew by 350 percent in that wow. third year crazy and i i had already decided before it grew that i was going to sell the other company i just was done with it and yeah. um and were i was you like doing you know, your your screen printing as well then we were yeah in fact yeah yeah in fact we we get you know we get them all manufactured now but some of our factories still don't print them for us they don't it's different overseas some factories don't print very well oh, and so okay. we, we bring in the blanks and we have them print for us mm. most, most of all of our clothing is uh really geared towards the graphic area almost yeah. almost all of it and so we you know have graphic tees and sweatshirts and we do other branded stuff on hats and a few other things but you know so we still have them print some so yeah we were printing at all on demand at the beginning so somebody we would just order when somebody ordered a shirt we would we would print it package it and send it out nice nice that's great i'm assuming things are a little different now yeah quite quite a bit different yeah so yeah, what, is, when, what does it look like now like for for people out there uh, in which, in what regard, what do you, uh, like, like, like as far as your, your fulfillment, like we were talking before you were talking, you have now gone to a fulfillment center. Right. Right. Yeah. What is that like? Like that's a, that's a big transition that I think a lot of people might need to make, but I, I guess it depends. Like how many SKUs are you guys running? 
we've we've got a lot because each product, um, you know, over five hundred SKUs, because each product has a different size. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 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 quite quite intensive, and and uh, from any point in time where we're, we're cutting things that don't work, you know, bringing in new stuff every single month. We're always bringing in new stuff, and so we've got you know roughly around five hundred SKUs. Uh, that's all. So. That's a yeah, lot. It is. Center. Yeah, it's 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 a ton. It's a ton. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it was one of those things like we talked about was that we decided it wasn't what we were best at was doing the fulfillment because we had our own warehouse and we were shipping everything out our ourselves and we we were continued to grow. You know, this year we we had uh, we'll have about ninety percent growth this year, Amazing. and and we just you know got to a point where it was like you know, we either have to invest in, in better fulfillment because we were sending out, um, we had a you know, good fulfillment rate, but we were sending out products wrong uh, more yeah. than we wanted. And yeah. so we went around and looked at different rates and decided that we would go through fulfillment. And we, we get, uh, we have lots of factories all over the world that and we just, uh, we've got about six different factories, Pakistan, Bangladesh, we've, we've done India, China, Mexico, um, easy. and uh, we get the products in and, and uh, then they fulfill them all for us now. Amazing. So do those, do those ship directly to the fulfillment center or do they come in house first? It depends on which, in, in which ones, 90% of them are going to ship directly to the fulfillment center and they're just going to take them, put them on the shelves yeah. um, and, uh, and then ship them out when the orders come in. Crazy, crazy. Super cool. Um, are you are you guys in any wholesale? Is that something you guys do? No, no. In fact, we've it's all direct to consumer, primarily driven by Facebook and Instagram. We do Google and uh, Google Shopping, and um, and then we 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 also do some Pinterest, but primarily it's still still Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and are we talking Instagram for us? Are we talking organic or or is this paid mostly? No, no, it's paid. Yeah, okay. I think if you're going to if you're going to be on there you got you you really got to do paid. You know, no, I, I'm talking about yeah. I mean, organic nowadays is just it's really nothing. No, I mean, you can't count on anything organic on Facebook you, or Instagram right now. No, you you really can't. Yeah. And so that's that's been a big big push. In fact, when we saw our biggest push is when we started when we saw that 350% growth in year 3, that was when we started uh, doing ads. Okay. Awesome. That's great. What's working right now in ads for you guys? We see uh, a great top of funnel. Uh, if we're talking, you know, the whole funnel and right. uh, top of funnel, we see a pretty good uh, introduction to our brand. Again, this is always based upon what you can do as an entrepreneur and what your talents are. And ours is that we're able to do stories pretty easily. Cool. But I think, I think, and so stories has been, it's the cheapest, uh, it's the cheapest, it's not the best converting, but it's the cheapest. And so we've seen the top You're of funnel. You're talking for top of funnel. For top of funnel. Yeah. It's the cheapest to get the most amount of views and the most amount of clicks that we're able to get those and, and get those views. And again, that's, that's from, uh, you know, our talents. Ben is, you know, one, one of the founders and he's, he's the creative director. And he's, he's really good at the videos and doing those 15 seconds and, cool. you know, things. And we get and a lot of views and get a lot of clicks that way. Awesome. And we're talking about, about videos that you're mostly using on stories. Mostly, but we'll, we'll do slideshows, but we, yeah. 
we see a lot better success when, because we're so brand centric and visual that we see a lot better success when we put them together ourselves, whether you're using the, uh, the app that, you know, on, on their, their integrated, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram will, on the Facebook platform, they'll allow you to do your own and, and just upload a bunch of them and do a slideshow and things. And it's just not, it's not quite up to par with the, the quality that, that we want. And so we do our own. So we'll do slideshows. Um, we'll do videos and, um, and, and those have been, been performing really well when you look at it from a holistic view. Cool. That's awesome. This is not actually something we've discussed with a guest, um, is using stories as like a primary placement. Um, do, are you guys finding any success using Facebook, uh, or messenger stories or is it just Instagram? Uh, no, we'll, we'll put them on there, but we'll put them on both and we let, we just let Facebook, the Facebook platform decide. We're doing it separately because of the creative. So we're not doing it in with our other campaigns. It's a completely separate campaign. And it's That's not our only nice. top of photo, but. Okay, cool. So you run stories like as a completely separate campaign, uh, top of funnel targeting. Um, are you Correct. now, here, here's a question. Are you guys using Snapchat with all we're that? We're not using Snapchat. No, uh, we're just, we've just stuck with, with it. We've, we've, we've toyed with it last year. We, we almost did it. Um, we just, I personally just feel like uh, I'm not a hundred percent that that's where the eyeballs are, but there might be some good, you know, ROI there in, in Snapchat, but we haven't, we haven't delved into it. We've talked with the representatives of Snapchat and they keep asking us to go on there, but we haven't, uh, we haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the one thing that I'm noticing with Snapchat right now is the, at least, so we're in Canada. Um, the CPMs are like ridiculously low, like $2 right now. Hmm. Um, comparatively. And can you remind me, what's your target demographic, the age, age range? The, if you, if you're getting really, really, you know, detailed, what we're looking at that 20 to 30 female, Actually, okay. it's where our prime, prime, you know, target is that we're yeah. looking at. I, I wonder if it'd be worth you guys testing that, like going back back to testing. I mean, if you're the thing is, if you you're on one platform and it's working well, awesome, right? Super good. But if you can if you can somehow expand that into uh, onto the Snapchat platform, um, we're just seeing like like great success, especially if you've got good media. Um, yeah, super, super interesting. It's, uh, and you're using mostly the 15 second video type. Yeah, exactly. And all, 10 all 15 seconds. Yeah. 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 And then I'll all, look into all, top, more. all top of funnel kind of stuff. Um, getting people there and then, and then it's just being able to have that like cross platform integration. Right. Cause lots Absolutely. of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially, especially that, uh, age demographic is huge on Snapchat still. Right. So yeah, I, yeah they're I not bringing anybody else new on. I mean, the younger ones are all TikTok, right? And then yeah. the, you know, it says Instagram is 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 still that demographic. But I think Snapchat as well. They they grew up with it, and so that's why we have toyed with it before. But we have yeah, done it. yeah. Anyway, it's just an interesting conversation. We never really talk that much about Snapchat, just because I still think Facebook and Instagram it's the place to be. Right? It's still as an advertiser, it's it's going to be your your best bang for your buck. Maybe not quite as much in the States because your CPMs are so ridiculously high. But if you can find something that's working for you, like stories at the top of the funnel, awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And international growth has been huge for us. You know, Canada being our number two market. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, Germany and UK 
being, uh, well, UK number three and, and Germany number four, and then Australia cool. number five. So yeah, we've, we've uh, expanded internationally as well. Oh, awesome, man. What's not working right now for you? Hey, sorry about the interruption. We'll get back to the show shortly. I wanted to ask you again, are you confident in your company's marketing strategy for the upcoming year? If you don't want to leave it up to chance, take the one-minute quiz at mindfulmarketing.co slash quiz. Now, back to today's episode. Well, it's this, it's uh, the, the YouTube for us. We haven't been able to, to crack ah, it on a, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a positive ROI level. Uh, we haven't been able to to crack that yet. We've 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 kind of just kept put our toe in the water type. We haven't really fully gone after it. Um, you know, it's a tough nut to to crack for a brand. Whereas where I've seen really successful companies do is where they have that single product that solves yes. a single solution, uh, as opposed to a lifestyle brand, and so. Uh, just really difficult for us to make any headway there. Totally, totally. There's, but there's got to be a way. I, I've thought about this with with uh, like our brands, uh, lots of our clients. I'm like, what? When you have a brand, there's got to be a way on YouTube to start converting these people I because agree. it's such a powerful platform right now. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a major untapped platform for us, and we just haven't been able to really figure that out just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you could go back to when you first started, what would you do differently? You know, I, I really love the way that we started, to be honest with you. I think that in the beginning, we would have taken it uh, probably, I would have talked to more people about it. So we kind of stayed really siloed in our own lane, did our own thing, yeah. which in some parts was, was really good, but I would have talked to more entrepreneurs about our about our company potential what they saw what they didn't see mm -hmm. but we just really and what i really believe in is that you take the next step so i mean you just you take one step you see how it goes you take another step you see how it goes and you take another yeah. step and you really you really just just go uh and take that next step because even if you're an experienced entrepreneur you just don't know how the market conditions are going to react, what platforms are going to work, where you're mm -hmm. going to be able to sell it, sell it. And if you overcommit in certain areas before you see it, then you're going to, you're going to lose. So you just got to survive and get through it. So I don't know that I would change it. I probably would have gone um, manufacturing a little bit earlier on um, mm -hmm. And, yep. and, and really gone down that path. And it's taken us a long time to really figure that part out, uh, manufacturing. At the very beginning, we were just using blanks from different, uh, different places around here. And then we would do our own, own prints. You know, okay, gotcha. And so uh, to really get over that, over that hump and get our own manufacturers, you know, you know from LA to Bangladesh has been, has been different. It's been hard. Yeah, yeah, totally. What, what's the biggest challenge with that? Uh, the, the manufacturer itself. <laughs> oh, like, like the actual, like just the communication of dealing with Commu them. communication. They don't get what you want. They, they take too long. They have to do, you know, uh, it's so much easier to do it in person when you go, you go to a factory and you do it, but it's also so much more, so much less cost effective. And, and so, you know, we're working on one, it's just one t-shirt and you think a t-shirt, it's really easy to manufacture, but it's really not, not when yeah. you have specifics 
and, and we're working with a specific uh, manufacturer and it's taken us seven months and they, we finally just gave them the go ahead, you know, to produce and, and they're doing, you know, 5,000 shirts for us. Mm. And so uh, it, and it took, it took them seven months to, to produce it in the in high enough quality for us with the right fabric, the right colors and, and uh, the right cut and everything that we finally felt comfortable with it. And that time would have been cut down in half had we gone out to that manufacturer and, and, and just said, you know, that's wrong. Do us another one. No, that's, okay. yeah. you know, and, and so, you know, with modern technology, it's possible now, whereas it wasn't even 10, maybe even 10 years ago, 15 totally. years ago. But uh, so it's been, that's been the biggest challenge for us right now. Yeah. Where do you see the growth happening in the next five years? Like the growth for you guys, the growth for other brands out there? Like what, what are you looking forward to right now? Well, we are looking forward to one more international growth. Yeah. But to, uh, and, and it, with our images, it's really easy. It's not a product that we have to help people understand. You know, they look at it, they like it, they buy it or they don't. Yeah. And, and, um, and so we, we see that, but no, and number two, we're going to open up wholesale. Hopefully we're hoping by second quarter of this year, we get hit up every single week by mm. large players and small boutiques and from all over the world, from Europe, Canada, U S you know, large ones in the U S and all over. So. Cool. What kind of stores would you, would you go into? Like what fits your brand? Well, well, ones that a lot of people would know. Um, and there's, there's one Canadian one that I, uh, that I, I wasn't familiar with that. And they have about, I don't know, 20 to 40, uh, bigger stores. And I, and I can't remember, but, oh, yeah, no um, one of them is, uh, is, um, called free people and we've oh, yeah, had yeah. to turn them down a couple of times. So free people is one of the big ones that, um, we are hoping, you know, that they'll, they'll invite us back again. They've asked us three times and we've, we've said, no, we're not, we're not going that route. And, and now, now we've decided to do that. So aren't, aren't they a brand as well? Or are they just a store? They start as a store. They're owned by urban outfitters. Um, and so they do a lot of wholesale, but they have their own stuff, just like urban outfitters does their own yeah, stuff. That's so right. a, I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar company with urban outfitters, free people. And they're just, I mean, they, the urban outfitters itself started as, as just a store. And yeah. they, they just wholesaled, you know, other people's products in there. And now they have their own brands. And, and, so, yeah. and then, so same with free people. And I don't know the whole story behind free people, but, but, uh, but yeah, they do wholesale. Yeah. Oh, that, that'd be, that'd be freaking awesome if you could get in with them. That'd be a yeah huge win. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, the, this is the question I ask every person on the podcast. What's your secret to scaling? secret of scaling is just taking the, the next steps. Um, as I said before, what I really love to do is to try new things. You know, we talked about Snapchat. Okay. Well, let's, let's test, test that water, uh, see what works and then, and then double down on it. Totally. So initially we saw that, uh, you know, females were the ones buying our products. And so we doubled down on the SKUs. Most of our SKUs are, are, are for women. Oh, they're shirts awesome. for yeah. women, sweatshirts. And a lot of them are unisex as well, but um, they're, they're for women. And so you, you double down on that. And as far as, you know, scaling on platforms, we saw that Instagram was huge for us. And so we, we 10 times down on that and, mm. and we've just gone as fast as we could to, 
to do that. And that's been a huge secret, you know, if you want to yeah. call it yeah. that to success for us and just looking for those small wins and, and then doubling down on them. That's awesome. You know, mo- most of these like quote unquote secrets that are out there are just, are just do what you're good at, right? <laughs> Keep making, make more of what people want. <laughs> Ma- massive. I mean, that's the biggest thing. When you talk about building a company, you, what you have to do is know your strengths, know your strengths and weaknesses, build the company around those, those strengths and weaknesses. If you're talking about internally and externally, externally is just doing more of what works, you know, cut out the stuff that doesn't work as quickly yeah. as possible and do more of what does work. And, and when you're talking about internally as well, I have certain strengths that my partners don't have and you have to just build around those and know those. We don't write a blog because it's not one of our strengths. So we don't yeah. go and we don't, we don't do a blog and things. It, it can add tremendous value, but we don't do it, you know? And so uh, just knowing yourself and your strengths and weaknesses really plays out big. Yeah, cool. That's great. Uh, we're going to move on to the lightning round here. Uh, what is your favorite tool or app? I, I live and die in the, the, the Facebook and Instagram app, you know, always checking that. And so if you want to call that an app, that's the one that really yeah, yeah, yeah. does well. And I think we're on the Shopify platform. And I think Shopify has just done a tremendous job with, we use, we use tons of apps. I mean, so many apps that it really helps us to stay lean with our people and to be able to scale uh, way bigger than people people think well for the amount of people that we have we're, we're a lot bigger than than um than your staff our staff yeah. yeah 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 awesome and it's awesome, because man. of apps stay lean right yep. like, yeah as lean as possible uh favorite podcast do you have one i really love how i built this oh my gosh you are like i think four in a row <laughs> i mean it's people saying how i built this i'm just like everyone's listening to guy Ross. guy Ross. i mean it's it's tremendous every every single one i've listened to has been really really amazing i i, I yeah i love that podcast yeah that's great that's great I, I love it too it's a it's it's just a great answer i love it uh is there a founder that you look up to no not really no i, I mean there isn't there isn't a founder that i say hey i want to i want to be like that that yeah. person um i really it, it sounds funny but i really love the, the sarah blakely story it's just and, and she's hilarious if you if you follow her on linkedin or instagram or anything like that she's the the founder of Spanx. yeah yeah, uh, yeah she's just she's just hilarious and so i really love that story the amount of hustle uh damon john's story as well uh you know and i'm i'm in that consumer clothing brand product based business and so i'm looking at damon john and how they bootstrapped it uh, at fubu and sarah blakely and you know even phil knight you know he's 18 years mm-hmm. in and he still can't get uh he still can't get really you know that cash flow positive in a major way even though they're doing 100 million dollars plus in sales so and not until they go public so those i mean those three are top of of mind to me but that's uh, great yeah. Yeah. It's just bef- before we go here, the, the whole cash flow thing, like how, how do you guys deal with that? When you have massive inventory, you have multiple fulfillment centers. How do you deal with the cash flow? It's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. I mean, you just, you just do it. 
And <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you know, you try to project and we have inventory software that's going to project, okay, this one is going out, this one is doing that. And, um, you know, it's just by far the most difficult part of, of this type of company is, is projecting inventory. If you have too little, then you die. If you have too much, you die. And so it's just, totally. you know, I just call it the devil because it just is, it's just, you, you, if, if you have it, then if you have too much, you know, you're going to get sunk because you just, you put too much money and you don't have enough cash flow to, to survive. And it's just a very tricky balance. And so we use software uh, in our Shopify and, uh, and then you just gotta, you gotta be dialed into your product. You gotta know What's what people about? want and you're going to, and you're going to miss, you're going to miss, but uh, you just gotta be dialed into that. And, and, <laughs> hope for the best man yeah that's yeah. that's really the way it goes i had uh do, do you know who mike mckellowitz is uh profit first you ever read profit first i haven't okay, okay. highly highly recommend uh he uh yeah he's written a bunch of awesome books uh for small business owners and uh and so mike's a big believer in i, I had him on the podcast he's a huge believer in no debt right? Never take debt on. So I asked him, I said, well, in, in the kind of like the people who listen to this are, are kind of in the same industries as, as you and I, uh, maybe, maybe not quite as, as far along. But I, I asked him, I was like, when do you take on debt? Can you ever take on debt? And he said, if you know that there's a guaranteed return within 60 days, go ahead and take that on. Besides that, don't. And I was like, well, what about inventory? He's like, figure out other ways to do it. It's like, if, if you, if you don't, if you can't figure out other ways, then you're not, it's not a guaranteed thing. And you're not going to like, and, and there are the outliers like Phil Knight, right? Who it, right. it happens, it happens to, but I love it. I love the fact is like, like, like you were saying before, like just stay as lean as possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and we've, we, we've done that. Uh, we have taken on debt, but it's about, I think 2%. Uh, well, no, those numbers are probably off, but uh, it's a very small percentage of our overall revenue. Yeah. And, but nowadays, if you're talking about small business, and that's what I've always, always been on is, is a small business. hundred uh, percent agree. We didn't take on any debt. We did it all. We put all the money back in for the first two years. We didn't really make more than a thousand dollars. I mean, honestly, okay. we had other yeah, jobs. Yeah. Like, like I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. Like we, you know, each took like a thousand to maybe $4,000 in two years of running that business. And that was so that we could stay debt free and not put it on credit cards, not do it on, uh, you know, a loan. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, if you can get a loan, that's, that's a non-personal guarantee. Um, then you are putting less risk upon at least yourself, but the business yeah. is, is, is so, it's so difficult when you are trying to grow and you have that debt and you're trying to, now you're trying to pay down that debt when you really need that money to, to reinvest into the company. It's really difficult totally. to grow when you're trying to service debt. So, so that's definitely on, on point, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so great to have you. Uh, where can people find out more about you? We're at anybrandclothing.com. It's the only place to find us right now. We'll be expanding, like I said, beyond that in the next uh, three to four months if everything goes well. And uh, yeah. And are you on LinkedIn too? I am, yeah. Yeah, you can look for me, Mike Sperry on LinkedIn. Cool, cool. Great to have you, man. Hey, so great to talk to you. Appreciate it. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously, 